Switched on on F104 and the awful disappearance of Madeleine McCann, who went missing in 2007, has recently returned to the media after a girl came forward looking for a DNA test. To chat to us more about it, the Sunday World journalist, Clodomini. Hello. Hi, Louise. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Like, this is an awful, terrible, sad story, really, isn't it? It is. I mean, at the end of the day, this story, when it first broke, it was all over the news. I think this is the first time I ever really watched something in the 24-hour news cycle and kind of was glued to it. Mm. Um, So since then, it's kind of anything that's happened in this story, the media has picked up on it and really reported on it a lot. Everyone knows the details of the story and continue to know the details about the story because the media interest in it. But at the end of the day, it is a family who lost their, you know, their three-year-old daughter um, and haven't seen her since. Yeah, it's extremely sad. So what has been, I suppose, the latest so far? So the latest update in this story is a young woman who is from Poland. Uh, she lives there. She's come forward on TikTok and on Instagram sharing videos, pictures, statements, claiming to be Madeleine McCann and asking her, her the main purpose of the main goal is for her to get in touch with Madeline's parents, um, Jerry and Kate McCann, and ask them for a DNA test. So that is the latest at the moment. Now, she has said that the McCanns have agreed to this DNA test, but that still remains to be seen. Haven't seen any proof of that or any kind of news that that's moving forward. How sad is that for her parents, though? I'd say it's so difficult each time somebody's coming forward. It yeah. must be a very difficult thing to deal with. Absolutely. I mean, I remember at the very early stages of this case, there was a sighting of a young girl. I think she was believed to be in a Roma camp in Spain or Portugal. Right. Um, yeah. And there was that whole thing. They went up and they found her and they did a test. And, you know, it was just it was just one of their daughters. I mean, this has got to be heart wrenching every single time they think that they're getting hope or they're getting some sort of lead on this case. Um, you know, it, it, it's going to be sad for for them. Absolutely. How often do these kinds of cases come up or happen? You know, obviously every time they happen, we hear of them. But when stranger abductions, less than 1% of of kids who are abducted are abducted by a stranger. Most of the time, kids who go missing are either runaways and they're found, you know, later. Or they are, for the most time, they're taken by family members. So we've got two open cases here in Ireland for two young kids who've went missing back in the 90s um, and both believed to be straight uh, family abductions so they're, they're away with family members and we see that a lot here mostly as well if it's a child they tend to have been taken by a parent whether that parent had permission or not to have them in their custody is, is a different story but that is the majority of it these kind of stranger abductions are so extremely rare well that's a, at least I suppose that's a good thing that they don't happen too often yeah, it's got to be a kind of a rest assured for some of the parents that might be listening. You know, I remember when I was a kid, my biggest fear in the world was being abducted or being kidnapped. But it is such a small percentage. And obviously when it does happen, because it's so rare, we are hearing about it. So with this case, are they likely, do you think, to do the DNA test? I mean, I don't think so. I would say at some point her own family will be forced to take the DNA test instead of disturbing the McCanns, which is the right thing to do. I mean, they've been through so much already. At the present, her family are refusing to do it because they're saying like this is so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well, from, from Julia's side, she has a, a, a pure person as it is who is requesting that it's some cans and saying it won't be her own family for various reasons. But, it, yeah, if, if, if it is to come down to a DNA test, I'd say, I mean, the Polish, 
investigators have said that they've conclusively, you know, investigated this case and, and believe that, you know, this is not Madeline. Um, but if, if it does come down to it, I would say it will be her family that will have to do it. I would love to think that it wasn't just something this girl was doing to get followers on social media, but it, it you know, it is possible that's, that's part of it. Yeah, I mean, it is. It, I, I personally don't believe it's her for the sake of her family and everyone involved. I would love it to be Madeline. Of course, yeah, of we all course, would. Yeah. Um, it, from what I've seen, statements given out by the family, it appears that she is estranged from her family. Um, they said that they're, they're traumatised about it as well. And like, while I don't really like to speculate about whether or not somebody has mental illness, from the statement that the family has given, they seem to have suggested that she's not been taking medica- medication that she has been prescribed okay. and she's also been refusing treatment. So that does seem to be a factor in this as well. So obviously that's all going to have to come into it as they go along with the, with this, I suppose, DNA Absolutely. test and the case. In Absolutely. And, you know, with the internet, the internet doesn't forget this story is going to follow and haunt this girl for forever, for the rest of her life, no matter whether or not she is Madeline or not. And at the end of the day, I just hope when it comes down to it that because the media have obviously been so invested in this story mm-hmm. um, and they're kind of positively reporting on it at this point, if it turns out it's not Madeline, I hope that there's no kind of backlash and using Absolutely. mental illness against her, which is, you know, all we can really hope for. Absolutely. I hope, like, it's not easy for either side because if she does believe that she is, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not going to be easy for her either. So for either side, nobody's winning in this. Exactly, exactly. There are, there are no winners in this one. No, no. I would love to, I suppose, for us to get a conclusion and I suppose for the McCann's to get a conclusion to the whereabouts of their daughter. But like that, I think we'll have to wait a little while longer. Yes, I think we will. And to move on now, you were chatting to us a couple of months ago about a DNA test that you were doing. Yeah, so I, I was on with you a while ago. I was doing this uh, DNA test basically just to see if uh, there was this woman who was murdered in America in the 1990s, 92, I believe it was. And there were uh, this project called the DNA Doe Project who were looking for fam- people to come forward from Ireland basically to donate their DNA to see if they can kind of build out her genealogical tree and kind of track down who she is. Because that's the thing, they don't have the names, they don't know who she is, so they don't have any DNA to match her to. So they're trying to use genealogy to find out who she is. So from what they, they've done so far, they know that she has some Irish heritage, particularly in the west of Ireland. Um, and she has some um, heritage from Italy as well. So I did my DNA test back in December, and only very recently I got my results back. Um, and unfortunately, I'm not a relation of Betty the Bag Lady, but I would like to still go ahead and do that, you know, help part of the puzzle. If it's not her puzzle that I can maybe help solve, it could be somebody else's. Absolutely. So with that DNA that you submitted, will they keep that then on file? Yes, so it is a whole opt-in thing. I mean, there's a lot of ethical ethical considerations around denoting your DNA. Um, but I, you know, made that decision for myself. I tell you, know, I haven't gotten, I haven't done anything. I haven't murdered anyone. I don't mind if the, if the police in the state have my <laughs> DNA. But yeah, it's a whole opt-in thing. You can opt in to, you know, your DNA being matched with other places across the world. Um, I took a, a consumer DNA test, which means it was like my heritage. So when okay. I got my DNA data from them, I was just able to upload it to this very central site called Jed Match, which is where they were able to kind of check and see if I was related to Betty or not. Is it pretty easy to do if anyone else is thinking of doing it? Absolutely, yeah. So I literally just bought the test. I swabbed the inside of my cheek, sent it off, got my results, downloaded my, you know, my genetic file like, from my heritage, uploaded it to Jed Match, 
and that was that was it done. I was able to send my information over to the DNA Doe Project and they were able to check through it. That way, it's not something they would usually do. Mm-hmm. They have a featured case every month on their Facebook page, um, like the Doe with a month that they kind of like to highlight, where they encourage people to upload their um, genetic information and you can they can check it then if it's their, their highlighted case of the month and see if you're related to the Doe. And you do talk about more of this, more of this on your TikTok as well, don't you? Yes. So I actually need to post an update. <laughs> it's the first time we're telling people now that I didn't, I don't have oh, a mask. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still need to post the update on TikTok. It's been one of those things like I need to just sit down and, and record a video, but haven't had time. Uh, but yeah, I talk a lot about it over on, on TikTok as well as various other kind of true crime um, stories that are ha- happened in Ireland over the years. So where can they find you then? Uh, my TikTok username is Clodamini Crime. Excellent. Claudia Meany of the Sunday World, thank you so much for joining us. No worries. Thank you for having me.